Hi, I'm Miranda. Welcome to Maison Mission. This is episode 34. Maison Mission is an inclusive faith community. The word Maison comes from a Greek word that means greater. The Maison Mission is about finding greater spaces for people to hear and experience the good news of Jesus. You can find out more about Maison Mission by visiting MaisonMission.com or through the links in the description of this program. Well, good morning. We're wrapping up a series today called The Heart. And while we might be wrapping it up, we really are just wrapping it up for now. Uh, we'll be coming back to these conversations about the heart of God, His character, and how God expresses Himself to us frequently in this Maison mission journey. So, I hope you've enjoyed these conversations, and I really hope that those conversations will continue on in our groups and in our house churches. Now, today, I just want to talk about God's heart for Maison. I want to spend a few minutes and just tell the story of how the Maison mission came to be, where we are, where we believe God is leading us as a community. Telling our stories is important because our stories mark the journey, like mile markers or billboards for others who journey after us. Our stories help others to understand not just who we are, but why we chose the path that we did. Stories help us to direct others away from the dangers and pitfalls of what came before us. And most importantly, I believe telling our stories are how we celebrate our lives with each other. The victories and the hardships, the pleasures and the pains, all of it shapes us. And when we tell our stories, it helps us to embrace each other more deeply. Telling stories allows us all to be more fully known and ultimately helps us to build stronger and more authentic community together. So if you've come to any of our interest meetings, you've heard both mine and Levi's stories and backgrounds in ministry. You've heard about our families, where we've been, and our individual hearts and passions for Maison. If you haven't been to an interest meeting, I'd encourage you to sign up for the next one that's coming up this fall. But I simply just want to say that, that Levi and I have individually walked through over 20 years of really rich ministry in the church. And we've seen a lot in our days in ministry. We've seen things that really worked, people served well, effective ministry carried out. But we've also seen behind the curtains on a lot of things that happen in church that have sometimes turned our stomachs sour. People have been abused and hurt. The business of church can, can feel like church is an industry that's too big to fail, and that attitude can make it seem all more important to protect the institution than the people it's supposed to serve. You know, right now I'm listening to this fantastic podcast called The Rise and Fall of Mars Hill. It's, it's put out by Christianity Today. And it's just this fantastic but really uncomfortable look at the scandalous ministry of Mark Driscoll in the Mars Hill Church out in Seattle, Washington. It's probably one of the better pieces of journalism I've seen coming out of mainline Christian media. Uh, I, I'd encourage all of you to check it out, but, but this program, it's really taking apart some of the cultural problems that are affecting churches everywhere, not just at Mars Hill. Many of the things talked about on the show, we have witnessed in our own ministry work over the years. Uh, 
We've honestly seen it all and everything in between. In all of our church travels, we've come to this place in this season here and now where we feel like it's time to do better. Most of you don't know that the first Maison started way back in the fall of 2016 in South Carolina. It was a small Sunday evening worship service that I had partnered with a youth minister friend of mine. His name's Christian Beamgard. And we met at Providence Presbyterian Church on Hilton Head Island, literally right across the street from the beach. It was beautiful. And Christian had come up with this name, Maison. He explained to me that it was a Greek word that meant greater. And I just loved it. And our verse of inspiration came from the book of John, chapter 14, verse 12. It says this, Whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing, and they will do even greater things than these. We wanted to reach out to those who are falling through the cracks of traditional churches, the misfits and the rejects and the doubters. We felt like Maison could potentially be one of those greater things that Jesus was talking about in that verse. The Maison evening worship service in South Carolina was short-lived and only lasted through the end of the following spring before disbanding. But the seeds for Maison had already been planted in my heart. Fast forward to just a couple years ago, Levi and I were both working at Grace at Fort Clark United Methodist Church here in Gainesville. I was the worship pastor and Levi was the assistant pastor. The ministry that we were doing was, was really fantastic. The, the worship team was growing and we were leading the church into some deeper places with the Lord during our, our, our worship services. We reimagined and relaunched the hospitality teams and we were connecting with new families. The church was growing in, in numbers, both financially and in attendance. Levi had been at Grace for over five years at this point, and he was leading the staff and serving the lead pastor at Grace well with administrative and logistical support. You know, from the outside, it probably looked like we were just totally killing it as a church. Uh, but this is the part of the story that becomes hard to tell because while everything was looking like things were awesome at Grace for us, behind the curtain, there were some really difficult things going on. You know, as, as some of you know, the United Methodist Church as a worldwide denomination has been recently wrestling with the issue of LGBTQ plus inclusivity. We all understand that there are a variety of different views and opinions about theology, grace, and sin that surround such a personal and divisive issue. You know, there's a lot of complex details and dynamics that I'm not going to get into here, but the basic truth is that Grace's leadership had made it clear to us that they would be moving the church towards a more exclusive view on human sexuality. There were months of conversations, meetings, and debates that eventually led to Levi and I's departure from Grace. You know, there's an old song that says, breaking up is hard to do, and boy, that couldn't be more true. It was a long, emotional, and heartbreaking process for us to leave a church that we both felt called to and that we both loved so deeply. It was really tough. You know, in many ways, we're still in a process of grief, seeking the Lord to heal our hearts and our pain. And there were so many questions. Some of them are still unanswered today. But one of them was very pressing. What, what do we do now? What's next?
We knew that there were people in our city who needed a church home. There were many people in our own circles who were feeling disenfranchised and disconnected from traditional church. Many of them were wanting to give up on faith altogether, disappointed in the political alignments or loud culture war cries that many churches have been rallying around. We knew of those on the fringes, especially our LGBTQ plus friends who were drawn towards the gospel of Jesus, but were always excluded from being fully embraced, fully known, and, and fully loved by the church. There were racial tensions building all around us, yet because of political alignments, there was this fear to make any kind of clear statement condemning racism or to example, real biblical rec reconciliation or any humble moves towards foot washing or a season of jubilee. We also knew that the voices of women were still being silenced in many church communities. Scandals throughout the church were coming to light where women were ignored, dishonored, and gaslit while trying to warn others of harassment and abuse. We knew that because of these and so many other reasons, people were leaving the church in droves. You know, according to Alan Cooperman, Pew's Director of Religion Research, there are more than four former Christians in America for every one new convert to Christianity. The largest issues cited in these polls are things like sexual abuse scandals, irresponsible handling of money, hypocritical leaders. You know, these are just some of the leading causes for this mass exodus from the church. But one sentiment that resonated through all of the research was this. The church seemed ineffective and irrelevant to them. It's heartbreaking. But how do we stop the bleeding? How do we regain the trust and positive cultural influence that the church of Jesus Christ should be known for? Even though we had experienced a lot of negative things in the church, Levi and I still believe that these faith communities were an important vehicle that God was using to bring about his kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. You know, we knew that we needed to start a new ministry here in Gainesville. I already had a lot of the organizational structure worked out from when I was in South Carolina. The spirit of the original Maison seemed to fit well with the conversations that we were having. A place for misfits, rejects, and the disenfranchised. A home for those who need community, connection, and a spiritual home. We already felt like we were supposed to be doing ministry together. And in the second half of 2020, Levi and I started working together on launching this new work here called Maison Mission. But as you all remember, the COVID-19 crisis was raging. Starting a brand new church expression with no financial or denominational covering in the middle of a global pandemic felt like a suicide mission at first. You know, add to this that every church planning book and conference I had attended tells you that starting a church in the circumstances that we were starting with was all kinds of red flags. To say that we felt like the odds were against us was a huge understatement, but we pressed on. On November 29th of 2020, the Maison Mission released our first online church program. 34 episodes of programs have been produced since. We did a fundraiser at the end of 2020 and raised over $12,000 for cameras, lighting, and sound equipment so we could continue our online programs. We partnered with other churches to produce devotional videos for both the Advent and Lenten seasons. 
we had our first physical gathering on Easter Sunday with over 60 people in attendance. Levi and I are now both on part-time 20-hour-a-week salaries. We've brought on Miranda West and Drew Morris in part-time part assistant roles. Charlotte DeLone has volunteered to lead our children's ministry. Melissa Kiefer is volunteering now as our missions and outreach coordinator. You know, beyond all of this, we've been setting aside 10% of all of our income in a special account that is just for generosity, benevolence, and missions. And we're already helping in our community with providing meals to Family Promise. And this past week, we fed the faculty and staff at Stephen Foster Elementary School here in town. Did I mention that we're not even meeting regularly yet? <laughs> We've literally had one physical church meeting in nine months. And yet, we're already functioning like a full-fledged church with a full staff. That's really exciting. <laughs> so why am I telling you all of this? Because these stories matter. Telling our story matters. We tell our story because we want everyone to know not just about the victories, but also our struggles. Our story shows that we're not perfect. We make mistakes along the way. But we learn from those mistakes by admitting them and putting them out there openly and owning them. Paul says in 2 Corinthians that God's strength is made perfect in our weakness. One of the hardest things for me in telling our story is, if I'm honest, it's not the story that I would have chosen to start a church with. You know, two people launching a new church plant after what feels like a huge ministry fallout is, is not the story I want to tell. But it's our story. And it's the story I have to tell. How many of you have stories that you look back on and say, yeah, this is definitely not the path I would have picked for myself? How many of you feel like you're stuck there now? Stuck in a story that you feel is out of your own hands? Well, let me encourage you. God didn't abandon us in our story. We may feel stuck, but we really aren't. God is very much with us in our story. And He's making a way for us. A way to breakthrough. A way to healing. A way to freedom. Listen, sometimes we think it's all on us to make all the right choices and do all the right things. And, and, and hear me out. I'm not saying that personal responsibility isn't a thing. It, mo it most definitely is. We have the power to choose and respond and react to the circumstances around us, absolutely. But sometimes we put so much pressure on ourselves to make the right decisions that it cripples us from the weight of it all. Or sometimes we beat ourselves up for our failures. That's me. Constant replay constantly replaying the tapes in my mind, wishing I could have done or said something differently that could have changed the story. God is moving all of us towards a hopeful future. And that way is already made. I love this verse in Isaiah 30. It's verse 21. It says this, Whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, This is the way. Walk in it. You know, this morning, right before I was recording this, I was talking with Miranda West. And she reminded me that in Hebrew culture, um, everything is looked at sort of backwards. Like, like when, when you're walking, 
they talk about things as if you're looking backwards. Like history is told in a backwards order. Um, there's a lot of writing and a lot of theory on this, but, but this verse, she reminded me, you know, a lot of people believe that this verse is about when you're walking backwards and you can't see behind you, you need to hear a voice telling you that this is the way to walk in it. And I just thought that was such a great reminder. Like God is the voice telling us as we walk backwards that it's safe, that we can continue moving in that direction. So whether we move to the right or the left, God's voice is there and he is with us. God is with us in our story. Whether we do the right thing or the wrong thing, God is there with us. He just wants us to live in him and in his promises, in his blessings, in his way, in his truth, and in his life. So where do we go from here? What is God's heart for Maison? You hear us say this every week, maison is a Greek word for greater. Let's break that down. It comes from two root words. The word may, which is a word that means possibilities. This is what may happen. And zon, which is a root word for the word zone, which means an area, territory, or a space. Simply stated, Maison is an intentional space made for greater possibilities. We want to create spaces that are greater in our community for people to hear and experience the good news of Jesus. That's the greater mission, the Maison mission. So where are we going? All right, there's a lot of great things brewing this fall, but there are two things in particular that I want to make you aware of that are probably going to be the two most important things to helping grow these greater spaces in the Maison mission. The first one is house churches. House churches are launching on the week of September 12th. House churches will be meeting twice a month on or right after the second and fourth Sunday of the month. Each of our groups is going to be different because we don't want to micromanage our groups. Uh, think of it as like uh, those old choose your own adventure books. You get to make it what you want. We provide the resources and you guys get to make it what it is. Some groups will share meals together, some won't. Some groups will have live music, some won't. Some will have childcare, some will play family games. That stuff's all up to you, but there's three things that we're expecting every small group to do when they gather. The first one's this, some kind of worship. Not necessarily music, this could be liturgical readings, unison prayers, meditations, but worship is something that we wanna do every time we gather. We wanna facilitate, this, this is the second one, we wanna facilitate a discussion based on the video that we released that week. Discussion questions will be provided and we hope these discussions will help you all to engage and get to know each other. And the last one, the third one is, we're gonna pray and share in communion together. Jesus asked that every time we gather that we would share this meal and communion is the most central sacrament in our faith tradition. It's the table that's for everyone. Jesus is for everyone and that's good news. And so we also want to pray and encourage one another in that. We've got four potential house churches that are hosting right now. One in Northwest Gainesville, one in Southwest Gainesville, one in Jonesville, and then a fourth group in Newberry. 
I love this because it means that we have house churches serving different areas, areas of our city. I can't stress this enough. If you really want to grab hold of the Maison mission and have it take root in you and your family's lives, you need to get plugged into a house church. This is really where all the action is going to be happening. We're going to be sharing life, building relationships with people. This is where things start to get real with each other and where the best stuff about church is going to be happening. So please, please, please go to the Digital Connect card. Sign up for a house church now. The second big thing is Maison Live is coming. I know we've had some delays and detours in our plans to have physical church meetings together, but we are so close to finally being able to announce it officially. But here's what I can tell you. On Sunday evening, October 3rd, if all goes well, we will be having our first physical church gathering. Mark your calendars. Maison Live is going to be once a month to start with on the first Sunday of each month. Eventually, we want to move to twice a month. But to start with, we're going to be doing once a month. It's a family worship experience where we'll worship together as a family. And then we will take communion together as a family. And then the kids will be able to go to the Maison Kids programs. And we will stay together for a short teaching session. We might close with a song or an activity. All in all, it should be about a 60 to 75 minute long service. I know some of you are getting concerned about COVID. Now listen, cases are exploding right now and they just announced mandatory masks at school for the first couple of weeks. We're gonna be taking precautions as we start gathering together at both house churches and Maison Live to help mitigate the spread of COVID. Masks may be required. Social distancing may be implemented. We are following the county schools and we're listening to local medical professionals for recommendations in order to keep everyone at Maison safe. These measures aren't political or driven by any kind of agenda except the agenda to love our neighbors. So please be safe, be wise, love each other, and make plans to join us for Maison Live October 3rd in the evening. Mark your calendars. It's happening. Once we start meeting physically, we can start working towards service projects in our community. We can start coordinating efforts to create opportunities for radical generosity, kids programs, student ministry, artist partnerships, and so, so much more. We want to make a difference in this city. And we believe that God wants to do even greater things here. And we believe in the church as a vehicle to accomplish those greater things. Maison Mission is about that greater mission. And I'm so excited about the future of this journey together. Let's pray. God, we trust you with the Maison Mission. And it may not have all come together with a perfect plan and in the perfect order and, and there may have been bumps along the way and, and, and the circumstances might not always feel like the best circumstances for us to start this thing. But God, we know and we look at the scriptures, we look at the history of, of your people and their circumstances weren't always perfect. In fact, most of their circumstances were less than ideal to do the things that you called them to do.
but they trusted you. They, they pressed on, they moved towards you in the midst of those obstacles and challenges and all of the feelings that came with them. Lord, they trusted you. And so Lord, we trust you with the Maison mission. And we ask for you to bring healing to our hearts. Those, there's so many of us who are coming here who have been hurt by the church, who have been hurt by past situations, who, who have been hurt by other people deeply. But Lord, we want healing from that hurt. We, we don't want to, to have these, these open wounds bleeding out all over the place and, and keeping us from, from being able to do the things that you've called us to do. But Lord, we want your healing to come, to, to scab over and to, to heal and to scar over those wounds so that not only can we function in your kingdom, but, but that we would have those scars to show others to tell the story of where we've been, what we've done, the mistakes that we may have made, the, the hurts we may have experienced along the way, but the ways that those things have shaped us into who we are to do the good, greater things that you call us to. God, um, yeah, lead us. Lead us in this greater way, Lord. Help us to always look to you and move towards you, to trust you. Lord, we love you. We worship you in your name. Amen. A few reminders before you go. House churches are starting out the week of September 12th. This is a great way for you and your family to get plugged into the Maison mission. Sign up today on the Digital Connect card. We'd like to invite all elementary, middle, and high school students to a blessing of the backpacks and ice cream social on August 15th at 2 p.m. Bring your backpack so we can bless it as you enter a new school year. The pool will also be open for those who wish to swim. Sign up on the Digital Connect card. Maison Mission is a non-denominational church. These programs and conversations are only possible through the financial support and donations from people like you. If our program encouraged you today, consider supporting the Maison Mission with a one-time gift or on a recurring basis. You can give through MaisonMission.com and follow the links to give. You can also text the dollar amount to 84 Three, two, one, and follow the links to Maison Mission. We will also be displaying our giving links on a slide at the conclusion of this program. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you have a fantastic week.